Hey, Cultivate. Uh, it's Jay again coming to you with another podcast episode. Uh, we've been calling these uh, Cultivate Chats, and we are checking in with various people within our community uh, to see what daily life looks like and how God is meeting them in the midst of our distancing from one another. Uh, today, we have Debbie Freeman uh, as part of our community. Her and her husband, Gary, are uh, integral members of our family, and um, so she's on today. Thanks for joining us and, and doing this with us, Debbie. Sure. Glad to be here. So give us an idea for you uh, what your daily life has looked like since we've had to kind of be in our homes. Well, I would say the main differences for me um, would be in two part and it, and it really all has to do with just the change. So in kind of with my business. Um, so I see people individually in person. Um, before this, I have seen a few people virtually, but it's been a long time. So really kind of transitioning to Zoom, learning it, having to learn new ways of doing things, especially te technological ways. Uh, it's not a comfort zone at all of mine. In fact, it's probably a handicap. <laughs> um, but what I found was that having to transition um, so rapidly and, and kind of figure out how to do things differently um, took a lot of time. And it actually, I allowed it to cut into the time that I spend with the Lord, just getting the, the peace, you know, just receiving from him what I need, uh, the peace and the strength and the, um, you know, that, that I'm able to kind of walk in, um, not perfectly by any means, but he uh, basically allowed me to kind of hit a wall <laughs> in that um, because I was really trying to figure out how to really just go full steam ahead in, in the transition and, and, and really find new ways of doing business with the new opportunity, opportunities that have been presented because of the situation. Um, and what I found was, you know, I needed to pull back. And I'm still not sure, to be honest, uh, how to, what to do, other than that I need to um, find my, you know, I need to be abiding in him. And I have a difficult time um, abiding in him once I step out of that quiet place. So, um, you know, and then, and then just the, you know, the practical part of working with those clients who are willing to do it online, that's been really interesting, um, really encouraging in some ways and really great in some ways and also <laughs> challenging. So, um, and then a lot of clients are opting not to, to kind of just cut things off. Um, and, and just, you know, supporting them where they're at. Um, and that's all very, very interesting. So really just the, uh, you know, things are very different, but recognizing that even in these times of great change, like I can't, you know, even with so many things pressing in and so much coming at me, I have to take that time with the Lord and, and that that stuff really isn't, as important as it at first appears to be. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's interesting that you said that because it, I, 
I hadn't thought about your business that way before this whole change, but really you are in the business of equipping people to deal with their own pain um, and so that they can <clears throat> um, live you know, more fulfilled uh, lifestyles. In a sense, you're discipling their bodies to operate according to the way that God designed them. Um, so you're, it's funny because your work is very similar to, um, or, or parallel maybe is the better word, to, to the church. And we've, we've you know, experienced a lot of the same shifts um, in terms of the way that we go about that work, right? So it, it, and it brings both um, liabilities, like new, new obstacles, but also new opportunities. Um, whereas, you know, you're, you're not focusing as much on um, the, the, you know, the scheduling maybe aspect of trying to get in the same location to do that work. But, you know, you're finding new challenges to meet with people online, but also new ways to connect with them. And, and it's funny because we're, we're struggling to do the same thing um, and to be faithful to what God's, you know, called us to as a community. Um, so the, I don't know, just an interesting parallel that I just picked up on as you're sharing yeah. He uses, uh, it's really, he's really impressed upon me how parables, because he's constantly using what I do now as parables for me, because I really get what I do and I'm super passionate about it. I love it. And I can easily go tell the good news of posture <laughs> therapy. I struggle still, to be honest, with the good news of Jesus Christ. I, I do. And, and he's really working with me in that way. Um, and even just today, just this morning, um, he was showing me how, you know, the you know, our body is like the body of Christ, right? And that, you know, when, when I'm working with someone, if there is, you know, if there's pain, in a certain area of the body, rarely is that where um, the problem lies, interestingly, mm -hmm. and that if you're working with that, trying to strengthen that part of the body, the, the other parts need to kind of come along and kind of pull back and help out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you have one side that's weak, the other can't go full steam ahead and just um, do its thing. You mm -hmm. have to bring balance within the body. And he was really showing me how that, that really is the case with the body of Christ too, that if some of us are hurting and struggling, it actually affects the whole body. Yeah. And that, and it, it really kind of hit me. He's like, that's why I call you to love others and to help them and to reach out and to provide and to, mm -hmm. to meet their needs because even the ones that seem strong in Christ, they're weak. They're as the weakest link in the mm -hmm. body. And I'm like, Oh wow. I never thought of that before, but yeah, it's constantly, he's just showing me how, what I do really translates from the physical to spiritual. So I'm getting these amazing spiritual truths, um, which is great because then I get them. Mm -hmm. They make sense. The, the, some of the parables of the Bible, I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Until you until you practice them in a in a yeah. physical way, and then you go, "Oh wow, I, I totally yeah. understand that now." Um, yeah, and that's interesting how the you know the <clears throat> like you said the the 
the parts of the body that we often feel pain is, is typically areas that aren't directly affected, but that area is overreacting to the place that is affected or reacting in a, in an unhealthy way, you know? Yeah. It's Um, usually a, usually a symptom. Right. The real problem, which is usually kind of elsewhere. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's the system accounting for that weakness or that pain or that unhealth. And it's the, it's the way that it's reacting to that weakness that that's actually causing the pain, which that's, I mean, phew, you talk about a, an analogy for uh, life in the body of Christ as a community um, th- that it, if we're not responding to people's pain, according to the gospel, how much that um, reverberates and magnifies the original, you know, pain. Cool. And I've seen that so often in the church over, I mean, maybe not specifically our church, but just generally in the body of Christ, that it's often the reaction to people's pain or sin or um, hurtful circumstances that they're going through, reacting in unhealthy ways that really causes the system to feel the pain, you know? Yeah. Well, and the worst thing is just to kind of mask it you know, yeah. just, well, let's just cover that up and, you know, and then it just causes more problems. If you right. don't, if you don't really know why is it's, you know, why, what, what's the root of the problem here? Yeah. So we think the problem is the uh, symptom. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, that's great. I mean, it, it's in some sense, we all have this, maybe extra time to be processing these things or noticing these things. How else have you been noticing God meeting you in this season? Um, wow. Well, um, I have been seeing, you know, I've had, you know, people in the body actually really reach out to us and, and just let us know that if there's anything we need, at all that they want to support us in that that they're there to help um and that's just been you know that just makes you it really comforts and and encourages you that you know if you really are become to the point that you have a need that you know there is someone to call on and that they really want to help um and that's just amazing and i've seen a lot of uh a lot of grace you know, with the whole just, you know, transitioning, I teach a class, um, I used to teach it in person, now I teach it online, and um, so really just kind of navigating that, um, spend a lot of grace with clients and with um, people who, you know, participants of the class and things with just, you know, hey, bear with me, (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing here, and they've just been amazing and encouraging and you know, have also said that how, how much, you know, I just had one participant say how much the class meant to her because she can't get out as much and that this is something that's familiar and it gets her mind off everything else for an hour and she gets to connect with the same community, um, not in person, of course, but um, you get to say hi and, and, that, and it's great. It's good to see those familiar faces and 
Um, so that's been really encouraging to still be able to connect in that way. And even um, I found that, that I had lost kind of connection because of everybody's busyness with um, one of my, uh, a very important small group of women. And that's kind of being revived because they can't be so busy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like we can connect again. Um, and I was really missing that. So that that's a huge blessing. And also just the new ways of being able to connect um, through with brothers and sisters in Christ, um, with family, and with... Um, colleagues, you know, um, they're wanting, like, we're able to connect, I'm able to connect in part, you know, face to face with people that otherwise I wouldn't have been able to. Uh, and that's really great. And just, it's just so many opportunities being opened up. Um, and it's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because we, maybe our minds immediately go to the things that have been taken away from us in the season, but it's just as important to reflect on the things that have been given to us. Um, it's great that you're seeing those things too. And, and relational connection and restoration, I think is a big one because we so undervalue relationships. And one of the, the real gifts I think that God is giving to us is to revalue those things, um, to reprioritize them, you know, um, yeah, and, and some of them, you know, when you had the in-person, you miss the in-person. You know, it's still, there's still a kind of a void there. Um, but, you know, you, you it'll pass. Um, and I think it's good to focus on what, you know, the opportunities that are before us and, and you know, embrace them. Um, so, yeah, and, and I think that even the, you know, kind of my hitting the wall was a uh, kindness of the Lord. Um, it, it wasn't fun. I was stressed, just fragile. That's the, the best word. I'm like, I've never used that word to describe how I felt, but I felt fragile. Um, like I, I was just gonna come undone at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my husband was like, wow, you're really, you know, so I, and I just realized I can't keep going. I have to be connected um, and grounded in God. So, and I thought I was, I thought I was, you know, like I have to trust that when I step out of that quiet place that he goes with me <laughs> and that, you know, but I struggle with that because I lose sight of him often because I'm a really focus on one thing person and move on to the next kind of thing. And um, so I can't focus on the person in front of me very well and, and remember, you know, and be communicating with God at the same time sometimes. And that has improved. And I think that's just as something that God, I've come to the conclusion and I could be wrong, but that God is the one who has to do that in me. But my part is to just, is to try it, to, to attempt it. And he kind of likened it and gave me this picture of a child learning to walk and how they look to, um, to their parents um, and their siblings, and they watch them for a while, you know, and they see how it's done, and then they start to do it, but they don't do it perfectly. And sometimes they even get hurt in the process, so they fall, they make mistakes. Um, and I feel like that's kind of where I am, like in, in abiding in Christ and being able to, you know, 
be continually in in communication with him i can't i i'm i'm not there <laughs> um yeah. i think it's amazing i think there are people that have achieved that and so that's encouraging um so i'm just going to keep you know keep plugging away at it and trusting that he he'll do you know as i strengthen my my spiritual muscles and um he you know then i think if he if he gives us certain abilities before we're ready, they'll probably be misused. Um, so I'm just, you know, trying to let him lay the foundation. Yeah, that's great. And it's good advice for other people too, that are learning that same skill is there's no risk involved, right? I mean, our identity is perfectly secured in Christ. Um, there is no failure really when it comes to following Jesus. Um, he's promised that he wants to be the one that leads us and to um, be the vine, you know, uh, for us, that we get to be the branches who are secured into him. Um, and so it's just a process of learning how to do that daily. So um, so that's great. I mean, that gives us an idea of what to pray for you, as, as I'm sure other people are also thinking about that for their own lives, that this is a new season of learning that skill as well. Um, is there anything that you would add on to that in terms of prayer for you or for your family? Um, my, my, one of my main prayers for a long time now has been that he would give me eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to know him and his ways. Um, and I, I don't feel like I'm very good at discerning. I don't know. Either I'm not good at discerning what he wants me to do or all he wants me to do right now is really just rest in him and be still and, and not take grab hold of these worldly opportunities that are good, that are good. Um, and that could be used, you know, of course to bless others and for his glory. But, um, all I hear is be still. So, uh, all I can conclude is I need to be obedient to what I know I've heard and, and trust that he'll make it clear. Um, if, if I just abide in him, uh, you know, the best I know how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. And that's, uh, I think something that we're all, um, needing to learn again, um, as we're experiencing new rhythms of life, how to balance home and work sometimes in the midst of home, which you've been doing long before many of us have had to do. Um, so it, yeah, that's really helpful to know how to pray for you guys and um, as well as to pray that God would stir that same desire in us to learn what it looks like to abide in him because that's the Christian life, right? I mean, that's what it means to walk with Jesus is to remain in his love and to obey his commands. Um, and it's very simple, <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it takes a lifetime to learn. Not always easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It takes, um, you know, just a, it takes a um, commitment and compliance and diligence and, mm -hmm. you know, but it's worth it. And yeah. the, in, the, in the words of Pete Agoscu, I never said it would be easy. I said it would be worth it. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> word. And I think we'll end on that. So thank All you. Right. Thanks again for sharing with us, Debbie, and for coming on. Um, we really appreciate it. We appreciate you. 
And uh, thanks again for all of you who've uh, tuned in to listen. And uh, we'll be back again with another one uh, in the coming days. So be well until then. See you soon.